Welcome to a new edition of the Scout with Brian podcast. Make sure, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Go back, listen to our old episodes. Jeff Goodman, Tim Kirkjian, Fran Fraschola, Ian Begley, whole bunch of awesome guests all around basketball. This episode, I'm going to try to do a two-minute take on just about every team in the league through two games, which every team has at least played by now. Two minutes, two games, perfect. Uh, nice, concise, quick takes on every team. If you only care about your team, uh, I'm going in order on the standings right now, starting with the Eastern Conference, so pretty easy to figure out. Starts with Atlanta, ends with Sacramento, all the way through the NBA. Uh, really appreciate you guys listening, and without further ado, uh, let's check out my thoughts on the league so far. All right, starting with Atlanta, 2-0 start. Impressive, obviously. Question. Will it be sustainable? Uh, Trey Young is having to score nearly 40 every game. I know Kevin Herter is still working his way back from injury. You know, he's obviously far from 100%. My question with Atlanta um, has just been basically the depth issue. Uh, they don't really have a, a backup point guard. Um, they're really thin. Cam Reddish hasn't been really good. Um, DeAndre Hunter's been okay. Uh, you know, I think he's a solid role player. Um, but, you know, unless Kevin Herter is, is Clay Thompson, then, you know, I think they have a, a superstar in Trey Young, and then they have a couple decent uh, role players, but I think their bench just isn't very good. Um, Jabari's been a pleasant surprise, I will say that. Uh, he's got himself in shape and is, is playing as an active rolling five-man, you know, really diving hard, finishing strong at the rim. That's been good to see. Um, you know, I just think uh, they basically need Trey to score 35-40 every night to, to win games. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to be hard to sustain as great as he is. And, uh, you know, he is he is very great. Um, but, you know, I still wouldn't make a huge adjustment. I said 33 wins. Uh, you know, I still think they hover around that. Uh, Philadelphia has started well, 2-0. Um, their issue also to me, I think, is is depth-related. Um, you know, you see Brett Brown playing a whole bunch of uh, backup point guards off the bench, which uh, shows me he doesn't really believe all that strongly in any, any single one just yet. Um, you know, Josh Richardson's played well. I like, you know, how he can kind of handle it as a backup point guard a little bit when Simmons is out of the game, um, winning without Embiid. Obviously was was pretty impressive. Um, you know the rookie Matisse is, is is a really good defender and has played well. Um, but again, I just think they, uh, you know, they, they have a really good starting five, but uh, they they do have some fit issues, obviously, and and have to figure out who they want to finish close games with. Um, you know, as as playing that such a big lineup uh, at the end of a game can pose a challenge, um, so I'm still, you know, I still think people are, are way too high on them, um, I don't think they're in the the same tier as, as say, Milwaukee, I, I think they're in that second tier, uh, you know, with, with Miami, potentially, with Boston, potentially, um, you know, I, I think they're really good, but uh, I'm not overreacting to uh, two wins to start the season uh, for them. Boston, two and one, um, been really impressed with them uh, you know Kemba obviously is great and, and fits in great as a as a Brad Stevens uh type player uh I think they're back you know trying to to reestablish an identity as a as a gritty tough-nosed uh defensive team and 
uh, you know, in their two wins, they held the Raptors to 106, the Knicks to 95. Uh, you know, Philly, they lost to Philly opening night, gave up 107. But I think they're going to be a team that, that you know, hangs their hat on defense. Um, I think, obviously, they have a, a whole lot of bodies in, in Williams and, uh, you know, Semi and Jalen Brown, Tatum. Marcus Smart, obviously, um, you know, Grant Williams, bunch of guys with that kind of uh, mindset uh, and identity. Um, I think, you know, the issue obviously is just the five spot, uh, pretty pretty darn thin there, especially when, when Canner's out. I, I like Tice, but, but he's ideally, you know, a 15-minute-a-game guy. Um, you know, I think uh, if they could somehow trade for, for a really solid five or, or find somebody out there, uh, at least until Robert Williams is really ready to step up. Um, you know, it might limit them a little bit, but I do think, you know, they could really surprise a lot of people this season. I, I think 50 wins or, or something around that, uh, you know, isn't out of the question. I, I think, like I said, I think they're at that top tier of the East. Um, and I think Brad Stevens is a, is a terrific coach. Uh, Toronto starting two and one. Um, it's, Two really good wins against the uh, Pelicans and Bulls. Siakam uh, is a stud. I, I did a YouTube video if you haven't seen. I, I think he's going to get MVP votes this season. Um, I think he's he's a poor man's Giannis, uh, he, but he can shoot too. He, he can post up. He can dribble the ball full court. He can pass. Um, you know, he's, he's got... Uh, some moves off the dribble, he can roll, uh, he can handle and pick and rolls, he's, he's got a whole bunch of stuff to his game, uh, Fred Van Fleet is, has made another leap, uh, he, he's just so fundamentally solid, and has improved so much in his time in the league, um, just such a worker, uh, you know, so I, I might have underestimated them, I, I said they weren't going to make the playoffs, I, I still think, um, you know, unless Siakam, like I said, can really take that leap to an MVP guy this season, you know, they're, they're going to have some nights where they really, uh, struggle, you know, to, to score 106 against Boston. Um, I think they're going to have some, some down scoring nights. They, they again, don't have a ton of depth. Uh, Nick Nurse clearly is not happy with, with their offseason acquisitions and Hollis Jefferson and, uh, Stanley Johnson. Um, but, you know they they do still have a, a really solid at least core five starting five and uh, you know if Siakam can score twenty five thirty if if OG can continue to play well and uh, you know really make an improvement offensively um, you know then for sure they'll they'll stay around the the top of the East but uh, you know I do think they they need a little more at least scoring help for sure uh, Miami has been awesome to watch uh, without. Even without Jimmy, um, I, I love, I love Bam. Uh, I love Tyler Hero. I love Kendrick Nunn as a rookie. If you haven't seen him yet, make sure you check him out. Uh, he's got a tremendous amount of confidence. Uh, you know, big time shooter, big time floater. Um, I, I love how they have uh, Olinick and Leonard are their stretch bigs. Uh, they have Derek Jones and Bam to dive. Um, you know, they, they keep the floor spaced with one of those stretch bigs. The other big rolls hard every single time. Um, you know, they surround it with Justice handling some. Uh, they surround it with Goran off the bench has, has been terrific. Um, you know, he's he's been around so long and has, has hidden shots really, really well. 
Um, you know, when they get obviously their max guy back in, in Jimmy, I, I think he'll fit in perfectly and be a perfect Spo player. Um, hopefully James Johnson, uh, maybe Dion, if he doesn't mess things up, can, can give them something this year off the bench. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, Duncan Robinson's a pleasant surprise. He's, he looks like an NBA player. I mean, he's he's a good piece off the bench. Can move around all screens, shoot really good footwork, really fundamentally sound. Uh, Miami, you know, they really defend. They're gritty. Uh, that's how Spo coaches. Um, you know, a lot of guys with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, you know, holding it down again until until Jimmy's back, and then, and then I think he really gets them over the hump. But they even without him, I mean, they they've got a team that's really fun to watch. Um, you know, I just wonder you know, how exactly the rotation changes. It's hard, you know, when you start two and one and have some really good games and then uh, have to integrate back in your star, you know, does that mean, you know, Myers Leonard, I guess, probably goes to the bench. But, uh, you know, like I said, Spose had a good thing going with uh, playing one of Leonard or Olenek at all times, keeping the floor space that way. Um, you know, so it is a new challenge when, when Jimmy comes back, but uh, I would think they'll be able to work him in um, just fine. Cleveland uh, beating Indiana shocked me. Um, you know, I, I've said I think that they might win 10, 15 games. That I thought they're going to be really, really bad this season. But uh, it's a good reminder that, you know, they, they still have some adults in the room, um, you know, in, in love. And Thompson's been balling out so far. Matthew DeLavadova, um, you know, John Henson. They, they have guys who've been around. Uh, I really like Darius Garland as a rookie. Uh, you know, Sexton's played pretty well um you know i think they'll hang around maybe the best case for their front office uh is to hang around and look pretty good in the first 10 15 games and you know then i think maybe you can attract some trade value for your vets and uh you know get some more assets and young pieces i I still think as a whole uh they'll be pretty terrible but uh you know garland is, is a great piece and uh you know, obviously Love is, is still a really high-level player and kind of sets the tone um, for the young guys. And, uh, yeah, the, the win over Indy was impressive, but, uh, I, you know, they've got a tough schedule coming up. Uh, might be a while uh, before they get that next one. Uh, Orlando, 101, Markel Fultz has been awesome to watch. Uh, you know, really cool seeing him play with a whole bunch of confidence again. Uh, you know, attacking hard, not being afraid to take a mid-range or even a three, uh, you know, when he's left wide open, uh, pl- you know, playing really, really hard defensively, using that to set the tone, uh, playing with great pace offensively, pushing the ball, attacking the basket. Um, you know, obviously they've got a whole bunch of wingspan guys. I, I think for me, though, um, you know, my biggest takeaway is uh, I need more out of Aaron Gordon, um, especially games like Atlanta, which they lost, you know, he's, he, he needs to be a 20, 25 a game guy this season. You know, I just, uh, I know he's been, he's been good overall. His analytics are solid. He's, he's certainly a good player, uh, in the league, but every time I watch him, I just come away thinking there's, there's something more, you know, that there's, there's a whole bunch of talent. And, uh, I always think there's, there's a little bit more, um, that, that, you know, can be pulled out of him um you know he's had a pretty very quiet start uh to this season and uh you know he'll bounce back but i need to see him more in a, an attack mindset killer mentality um you know he, he needs to be their 
their guy on a lot of nights, and uh, I think he kind of has a tendency to to defer and and let, you know, they've got Fournier, they've got Vooch, they've got uh, Isaac, you know, they've got pieces, but um, I I think for them to be their best version, Aaron Gordon needs to be, you know, not only just a solid two-way guy, I think he needs to take a step up offensively, um, really get going. Uh, Milwaukee, Loss to Miami at home uh, was really disappointing. They really blew that game, choked that game away. Um, also disappointing to me is just seeing them not really change uh, how they're playing at all. Um, they're still really, really predictable. Um, you know, they play that five-out set pretty much every time. They don't run hardly any plays. Um, you know, it makes it really easy just to... To load up, Miami just got basically, you know, five guys in the paint and showed Giannis a wall, and, you know, he, he drove when he could, kicked it out to to spot shooters when he could, but they just, uh, you know, Wes Matthews, Brooke, even Robin now, just chucks threes, George Hill, you know, they just space the floor, and uh, Giannis causes, forces help, kicks out for threes, don't run any other sets, allergic to taking mid-range jumpers, um, and I, I think they're just predictable. Uh, you know, they're still, like I said, they'll be the best team in the East, um, I think. You know, I, Giannis is that good, um, but I, I think they need to to change up how they play a little bit, the same way uh, Houston gets that criticism um, for being easy to guard and, and just, you know, playing that, that same way every single time. I think you know, they need to, to execute, be able to run some things and, and not just rely on, on Giannis getting the paint every time and kicking out the shooters. Wes Matthews took some some really wild shots. Robin did, like I said. Um, you know, I, I think they they need to, to switch up the style uh, a little bit. But, uh, you know, watching Giannis, you know, he, he's, not, he's not shooting the ball very well. Just two games, obviously, but... Uh, you know, I, I still just, you know, I don't really like that he's uh, taken a whole bunch of threes. I'd like to see him, you know, dribble in occasionally, rise up from the elbows, elevate over guys, which he obviously can do. Um, you know, I, I think they're they're playing hardcore analytic ball. Um, and it'll work to an extent, especially in the regular season. Uh, but is it good enough to to get you over the hump in the playoffs remains to be seen. Kyle Korver has been really good for them. Um you know how he they were able to slide him in there uh, so cheap was uh was a great find he's he's a bud player he still can shoot the heck out of it um you know they they have a pretty deep team uh, i need to see a little more from you know dante uh divincenzo uh you know sterling brown some of the young guys pack Connington. i i think you know some of those guys can still step up and make a little leap and uh you know blowing that game to to Miami was was not good but uh I think they'll they'll still start the season really strong. Uh Charlotte uh obviously guy everybody's been talking about PJ Washington shooting the absolute heck out of the ball. Uh you know Miles Bridges has been good. Uh Dwayne Bacon's had good moments. Um you know I I think uh Borrego has them has them competing hard. Um, you know, they're they're a super, super young team. Uh I can't believe Bismack Biombo. I I every offseason forget he's still in the NBA and then I see he, you know, started a game for them. Um you know, I, I think 
yeah, there's going to be a whole bunch of growing pains. They might only win 10, 15 games uh, when it's all said and done. Um, but Bridges has, has improved. PJ's really solid. Uh, you know, Terry, uh, I've said I'm, I'm high on. Uh, Devontae Graham, obviously, had a, had a huge first game off the bench. Um, you know, so, so maybe they uh, surprise – sorry, second game for Graham. Maybe they surprise – a few people, um, myself included, but yeah, I think overall, uh, you know, vets win in this league. Uh, they don't have enough of them, you know, with, with Batum and, you know, uh, MKG, uh, you know, Rosie, Marvin Williams, uh, they have a couple guys, but you know, the, the focal points of that team are their youth, uh, you know, which they have to rely way too much on at this point in their career, um, so it's obviously a developmental year for Charlotte, um, you know, I think you just need to figure out, uh, who can really play, who's going to be a really good piece, um, you know, they have a, a lot of, those guys have a lot of confidence, um, so, you know, I, I, they're NBA players, don't expect them to back down from anybody, um, you know, when you have guys that believe in themselves as much as Rozier does, and, uh, you know, Washington does, and uh, Bridges clearly, uh, you know, all those guys, um, you know, they'll they'll be competitive in some games, but uh, macro, big picture, uh, probably not going to go as well. Chicago, uh, one and two, hasn't had a a phenomenal start, Um, you know, fans are uh, freaking out, shouldn't have lost that game in Charlotte to open the season, you know, Toronto's still a really good team, obviously, but they, uh, you know, could have been a lot more competitive in that game. Um, you know, I think uh, they're seeing that the, the reason Sadoransky, why there was even a starting point guard competition was Sadoransky solid, but uh, he just, he loses his confidence in his shot a lot. Um, and that's happened, you know, a, a lot so far through three games. Um, you know, I, I think... Uh, Markkanen is is been up and down and, and struggling like a, a young player does. Uh, you know, hasn't found the consistency that he needs every night. Uh, Chris Dunn's been good off the bench. You know, playing his role, uh, really defending. Uh, obviously, doesn't do much scoring. Kobe White does some scoring, doesn't do some so much passing. Um, you know, so it, it's just an imperfect team with a lot of guys who, you know, I think don't know exactly what their their roles are just yet. Um, you know, I think Boylan, like I said, I've been a fan of his and I think he's done a good job getting them to play harder and and try to establish an identity, um, as a defensive team. But yeah, you know, that requires then guys to understand that, that Levine and and Markinen and Otto are, are the main guys offensively and, you know, Kobe obviously off the bench and everybody else, uh, you know, has to really buy into, to being a defender and, and doing their job and, you know, letting those guys go to work offensively. Um, you know, having Thad Young is, is the adult in the room and a couple of the other, uh, you know, Arch and Otto, obviously, the vets, uh, will be good for them. So, you know, way too early to overreact on, on Chicago. I think they'll be just fine. I think they'll, uh, you know, compete for that eight seed, um, which is all all you can ask at this stage in their development. So uh, fans can, can take a deep breath, and uh, I think they'll – They'll be all right, uh, you know, and right there in the long run. Brooklyn, one and two, um, not good enough, you know. Uh, losing to Memphis, uh, not really acceptable. Um, you know, losing to Minnesota, they look a lot better, but probably shouldn't have lost 
that game at home uh, either to open the season. Um, you know, and, and to me, <laughs> I get all these, uh, these Kyrie stands furious at me for posting a, a single clip uh, of him, you know, not being good defensively with a minute 30 left in overtime. And, and people say, now post the clips of, you know, him playing great defense after that, which he, he played good defense after that. Um, or, or, you know, you, you're nitpicking, you're, you're doing what people did about LeBron. Uh, no, to me, I think people tried to, to paint LeBron as a poor defender uh, when a lot of times they didn't even understand what was going on in the clips or, or how the clips weren't really uh, LeBron's fault, you know, if somebody else didn't do their job. Um, you know, Kyrie obviously is, we know he can score the ball. He's he's continued to do a phenomenal job of that, um, you know, but the question is, is he going to bear down and, and make winning plays? And uh, in overtime, uh, one thirty left, up two or up three, whatever it was, uh, you know, just flying uh, a poor shooting Solomon Hill um, off the three point line, and uh, you know, just just jumping for no reason and giving no effort to get back in the play uh, isn't good enough. It it just isn't a winning play, um, you know, and. Uh, that was kind of that was an issue, obviously, in in Boston and in the playoffs in particular. And uh, you know, if you're gonna be the guy, if you're gonna be, have the House of Highlights and Bleacher Reports freak out every single time you have a nice dribbling move and finish at the basket, you need to remember the the responsibility um, that comes with with being the superstar and the max guy re- requires you to be a two way player um, and and to do it on both ends. Night in, night out. Uh, you know, until obviously KD maybe next season gets back, they they need Kyrie to set the tone and be a leader, and uh, that's just not what leaders do. Uh, you know, so yes, he's he's done a great job scoring, like he always always has. He looks really good on that end, but uh, I need to see Kyrie give more effort uh, on the defensive end uh, for me to really really buy what Brooklyn's doing. Um, so, Detroit one and two. Uh, obviously, been missing Blake. Um, you know, uh, Derek Rose is still looks like he's he's found that magical uh, fountain of youth off the bench. Um, you know, he's. I think people get mad why he's not starting at times, but uh, you know, if you can only do it for twenty twenty five minutes, it's hard to start a guy like that. I, I think he's comfortable. Um, in his role off the bench, Tim Frazier is is not a good starting point guard at all, or really uh, a point guard even kind of worthy of a roster spot, in my opinion. I, I feel like they'll look to do better than that if, if Reggie or anybody has to miss uh, extended time. Um, but, you know, Kennard's been go- good off the bench. Um, you know, Snell is, is up and down, as he always is. Andre, I think, is has looked like a, a much more committed player um, so far. Bruce Brown is is a gritty guy I like, um, you know, in that lineup who's going to really defend. Um, you know, I, I think they have the pieces around Blake to uh, to really surprise some people this year and, and to, you know, win 45 or 50 or so. I, I think uh, Casey's a really good coach, um, you know, so they just they need to get healthy. They need to stay together. Um, Reggie, when I, uh, watching a little Reggie Jackson, I, I think he's in good shape uh, this year. I think he, um, you know, has been much maligned, obviously, and probably rightfully so at times. 
you know, but watching him in the preseason, I, I, I think he's, uh, you know, Casey's got him a little more bought in. He's, he looks like he's really playing defense. He's playing hard, um, you know, obviously making shots and, and giving them something offensively is more the question mark. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Christian Wood is, is really exciting off the bench. He plays really hard and, and just is super freakishly talented. Um, so still really high on Detroit, uh, obviously need Blake to get back, but, um, yeah, they'll be, they'll be solid this year. Uh, the Wizards at one and two, um, you know, Brad obviously is, is the guy and, and Rui has, has really impressed me. Um, Bertans shoots the living crap out of the ball. Isaiah had a good game off the bench, so that was good to see. Thomas Bryant's a lot better than a lot of people realize, um, you know, they again, they're competitive. It's just, uh, you know, they might only be eight or nine deep. Um, you know, Bonga is, has had some good moments, but he's he's just not, not a starting three. Um, you know, I think they're having to, to rely a ton on, on Rui, and he's he's been really good. Like I said, he's a lot better uh, than people thought. Uh, he, he absolutely can defend. He's really solid in the mid-range. Uh, he's even proven that he can he can make some threes. He plays hard. He rebounds. He runs the floor. Uh, he's got a good IQ. Um, to me, you know, I think, uh, yeah, it's just a uh, it's a really thin team. Uh, you know, they lack a second superstar at least for now. Um, you know, and and Brad can only can only take them so far. But uh, they've been competitive, and uh, you know, I, I, Brad is he's a he's a competitor. That's that's what he's gonna do for them every night um as long as he's playing he's gonna go out there and, and give his all and compete and be one of the best two-way players in the league you know really work on defense um run some offense obviously through him handling the ball uh you know obviously shooting he's, he always starts the season a little cold uh but he'll really warm up and get going so yeah you know the wizards uh it's going to be a long year for them, but uh, Rui is is a really good piece. Thomas Bryant's looking like a really good piece. Uh, you know, the, it's about figuring out who who is part of that that team next year with, with John hopefully back and Brad. Um, you know, and 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 Thomas Bryant, Rui. You know, that's a solid four right there. Uh, who else can complement that as a starter off the bench? Uh, figuring out the three position, sign Mello maybe. Uh, you know, they've they've got some things to figure out, but uh an encouraging start to the season. Not encouraging. Uh the Pacers, um, you know, really struggled losing to, in Cleveland. Not good. Um, you know, obviously they need Oladipo to to come back before a lot of people thought he would. Um, you know, not uh yeah, I might uh maybe have been too high on them. I you know, I still Really like Brogdon there. I, I like Sabonis and Turner, even though they, you know, still don't seem to really know perfectly how to how to play together. Um, T.J. McConnell, uh, you know, didn't do much in the last game, and and Leaf kind of still doesn't seem to have figured it out. Um, you know, they they need a lot of guys to to step up. Uh, you know, Mike D'Antoni old quote: "Somebody nobody knows has to." has to step up today or, or shine today or something like that. Um, you know, they, they have a lot of guys who haven't really made a big name for themselves in the league yet off the bench. Sumner starting at times. Um, you know, they, 
yeah, it's it's going to be hold down the fort uh, until Vic gets back. But, uh, you know, looking coming up, they've got Detroit, Brooklyn, Cleveland, Chicago, Charlotte, the Wizards. Uh, plenty of time to, to turn it around and, uh, you know, I'd say at least hover, you know, be around 500. Hopefully Vic comes back, uh, you know, again, earlier than people thought, a couple months less, maybe. Um, if he doesn't, you know, then it's scratch and claw uh, just for a playoff spot. But I do think with him, uh, you know, with him, with Warren, uh, with Lamb, uh, with Brogdon, you know, with the bigs, I, I, I think they're you know, as deep of a team as, as a lot of the teams in the East. I think they're gritty. Uh, I like Nate as a coach a lot. And, uh, yeah, I, I think still really early, but uh, they gotta got to find a way to get some wins. Like the Knicks, 0-3 to start. Um, you know, Boston, not super competitive. Brooklyn, they were competitive. Spurs, you know, hung around for a decent portion of the game. Um you know, Fizz has them competing, but uh, yeah, now we've got to turn that into some wins. RJ obviously has been has been really good. Um, you know, that's that's very encouraging uh, to see his work with Drew Hanlon. I think clearly paying off. Drew's one of the best uh, development coaches in the league. RJ's, uh, you know, shot has been a lot better than people thought it would be at this point. Um, you know, Randall. Uh, has been good. I, I think, uh, you know, the issue just remains that they don't really have a point guard. Um, <laughs> you know, Alfred is uh, is a defender and, and does some things. And, you know, Dennis obviously was going through the personal thing, I guess. But, uh, you know, just, just didn't really give them anything. And, and Frank, the fact that they still won't throw them out there, I think just, again, confirms that, that Fizz just has no trust in him and... and uh, you know, I think, again, he just doesn't uh, see Frank being able to, to make shots and, uh, you know, to, to handle the pressures of being a point guard when teams go under every single screen. You have to make them pay by making some shots. And, you know, obviously if Elford and Dennis continue to not do that either, um, you know, then Frank's going to have to get his shot by necessity. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing that they have three, you know, young guys who are all high picks and, have a ton of potential in this league but uh you know right now it just doesn't seem like they really have any NBA uh starting point guard uh which makes it really hard um to win games despite despite how well RJ plays uh despite Marcus Morris playing pretty well despite Mitch um you know giving him good minutes so you know they they've been grittier but again you can you make that leap um to figuring out how to win games uh Oh and three, not a good start. Looking coming up, Chicago, Orlando, Boston, Sacramento, Detroit, Dallas. You know, it's there. There's winnable games there. Um, got to, got to find a way to to sneak some in there. Uh, especially the close ones. Um, because next thing you know, you know you'll be two and fourteen or fifteen again, and uh, you know the things will be despondent pretty quickly. Got to turn it around. Uh, speaking of turnarounds, Minnesota, Ryan Saunders done a great, great job uh, to start the season. That is a fun team to watch. If you haven't yet, check them out. League pass wherever you can. Um, you know, the, watched them last night against Miami. Miami team who I talked about and love. Uh, you know, Cat balled out in the first half. Wiggins balled out in the second half. Was was way too early 
to write him off, um, despite his inefficiency, despite his struggles. Um, you know, he's super young, earned a max contract for a reason, still a, a tremendous amount of talent there. Um, I, Tre- Graham plays great defense. Uh, Okogi plays great defense. Covington plays great defense and hits threes. Um, you know, Layman's decent off the bench. Napier's decent off the bench. Vonley's been... Uh, I don't understand how the Knicks, why the Knicks just let him go. Um, you know, they, they, I said they, you know, they have Cat obviously as the guy offensively. Um, you know, I think they have to figure out if Wiggins can still kind of be that, that second guy. Um, but, you know, I like Covington obviously is, is, has huge range, uh, is a defensive player of the year type guy. Uh, you know, Graham's really gritty and, you know, like I said, the guys off the bench, uh, Ryan Saunders has everybody really understanding their role. Um, guys know the offense is going to be through Cat. Uh, Andrew will get his when he can. Um, you know, other guys, Teague runs the team a little bit. Cove, you know, hits shots. Shabazz can come in, uh, be aggressive off the bench. But, uh, you know, they know everybody seems to understand what's expected of them. Um, Culver has, hasn't been great, um, you know, but he's he's had some good moments. He's... Had some flashes, uh, you know, I think talk again in, in 10, 15 games about him, give him a little time, he's he's very raw, obviously, um, but, you know, still still really high on him, um, and yeah, I think Minnesota uh, certainly could have been wrong about them, um, especially if, if Wiggins, uh, you know, continues to, to really give him something, then uh, yeah, I think uh, Minnesota can absolutely compete for a playoff spot this season. Towns uh, can compete for an MVP um, if he keeps this up. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, they have the right right amount of defensive players around Cat this season to make things a lot easier for him. Uh, San Antonio continues to be as well coached uh, as ever, maybe the best, you know, well, definitely the best all time in the league, uh, you know, beat the Knicks, the Wizards, gets a lot tougher from here, Portland, uh, Clippers, um, you know, how do you do in those ones, uh, remains to be seen, but Murray looks great, uh, plays with phenomenal pace, uh, really defends, uh, can score more than I thought, can play make more than I thought, um, you know, uh, Patty obviously is, is huge off the bench, uh, Miles has, has, done a couple things has, has shown me a little something you know that there's clearly talent there that the is, is working to unlock um Derek White Lonnie Walker you know they they have a lot of bodies a lot of guys who who play really hard uh you know they play their same way um and you know uh, again solid as ever when hover around 50 games like like pop always does um and you know they're they're uh, they're gonna be right there near the top of the West. Uh, Denver, I notably, um, you know, was was not huge on, but you know, a good start to the season for them. Um, you know, Jokic obviously is is the guy. I think the question is, uh, who's the second guy? Um, you know, I think Jamal Murray is is the obvious answer, but uh, you know, he he needs to make. A little leap again um you know he's he's been really good uh through his career and, and make taking little jumps every season but but he needs to make a pretty significant significant one uh this year same with gary harris um you know uh, i think my concern still with them remains 
Millsap kind of falling off a little bit or hitting kind of a, a little veteran wall. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Jury's still out on that. Ha hasn't been, uh, you know, hugely productive so far. But Jeremy Grant is a big addition off the bench. Uh, Torrey Craig is, is a heck of a defender and, you know, had a huge uh, a block on Booker to to win the game against Phoenix. Um, Malik Beasley can, can shoot. He can play defense. Monty Morris is a solid backup point guard. The team, you know, they're just they're solid across the board. Um, you know, I think uh, again, it's to me, it's just about every team in the West. You know, even the Spurs have Lamarcus and DeRozan. Um, you know, pretty much all the teams at the top have have two stars. Uh, I think Jokic is clearly a star. Um, you know, and Jamal Murray clearly has that capability. Uh, we just need to see it. Uh, every night from him, not just on occasion. Uh, so, Phoenix, 2-1, and one, really good, impressive start for them, too. Uh, really like what I've seen. Uh, Monty Williams has, has done a great job there so far. Um, you know, Book, obviously, is fantastic. Uh, Kaminsky, off the bench, has, has been really good and, and makes it a little, little mind-boggling um, why he didn't play uh, last year in Charlotte. Um you know, I think uh, Javon Carter is a, is a heck of a defender, really gritty. Uh, having a real point guard in Rubio obviously helps. Having a, you know, a big in Baines, a veteran, obviously helps. Uh, losing Aiden for something stupid uh, does not help. Can't be taking diuretics. He knew what he was putting in his body. Not good. Um, Saric is gritty, really gritty guy. 15 and 10. Uh, Ubre gave him 20. Um you know, Tyler Johnson's been solid off the bench. Bridges has been solid off the bench. Um, you know, they, they've got they've got pieces uh, to be competitive, and you know they'll they'll struggle, especially if Aiden's uh, suspension is upheld. Um, you know, they have to hold down the fort without him. But uh, you know, been really competitive. Um, you know, in, in just about every game to to start the season, and uh, I think. Yeah, they can make a huge leap, 35, 40 wins. Um, you know, Monty has them, again, playing really good ball. Um, so, really impressive. Like I said, knocked off the Clippers, um, but still uh, not much reason to be concerned there, especially when Paul George comes back. Um, you know, similar to what I talked about in Miami, they do a great job. Uh, you know, Harrell, Zubats, uh, you know, they do the rolling. Um, Patrick Patterson, Jamichael Green, Space the floor phenomenally well. Uh, Patrick Beverly obviously is a pit bull. Um, Kawhi, you know, is the best player in the league right now. Um, Landry Shamit's a bunch player that, but excuse me, bunch better than a whole bunch of people thought. Um, you know, uh, Lou is is Lou. Obviously, he's he's gotten so much better as a passer. You uh, just be able to go left only to shoot. Now he can go right to shoot. Or a pass. Uh, he just picks people apart uh, in, in the pick and roll in the two-man game. Harkless looks really good off the bench, playing with a tremendous amount of energy. Um, you know, Doc is an amazing coach. So, yeah, they might win 60-65 uh, if George comes back reasonably soon. Um, you know, they're going to be really, really good. Um, Portland uh, snuck out win in Dallas uh, last night um, you know they uh, yeah I think they're they're still right there they're kind of in that 
Denver group to me. Um, you know, love love Dame, love CJ, obviously. I think the question just is, um, you know, again, the Clippers, uh, Utah, you know, the Lakers, so many teams made this, this big leap. Um, you know, did, did Portland do enough uh, to keep pace? Remains to be seen. Um, you know, I think they're they're relying on the development of a guy, young guy like Simmons uh, this season. Um, you know, they're, they're relying on Zach Collins to, to really improve and, and make a jump. Um, you know, I think they, uh, you know, they need Whiteside, obviously, to hold down the fort until Nurk gets back. Um, you know, but, but we know with them, uh, they're going to play hard every night. You know, that they clearly have those two stars. Um, you know, that Rodney Hood uh, continues to look good for them and, and um, you know, is, is one of the most more underpaid players in the league. Um, so, yeah, uh, every reason to, to still be optimistic about um, their growth, um, you know, that they've, they've been there since they, they know what they're doing. They've, you know, they've got a while to figure things out. But uh, what they don't have, um, you know, is the flexibility that, that some teams will have, like, like the Clippers, um, you know, if Kawhi needs some load management, um, you know, you can afford to be without George for a while. Portland needs, you know, they need Dame and CJ to play just about every game, um, you know, which is taxing, is, is a big load on those guys. Uh, you know, the Lakers, um, you know, AD, uh, <laughs> it's funny, you know, you hear people, you talk to people who watch the Pelicans and, uh, you know, they, they would tell you that AD wasn't all that good in the post. Um, and then you see him with the Lakers, he's just killing guys from the left block, um, you know, shows you fans, uh, or the synergy numbers, you know, just, uh, there's a lot of bias, um, you know, or people that don't really know what they're watching. Uh, AD is a heck of a post player, uh, Vogel's gonna be committed to pounding him, pounding the ball down there through him, uh, through LeBron down in the post as well. Um, Avery Bradley looks good. Gritty as ever defensively, in good shape offensively, um, giving them a little jolt there. Uh, Troy Daniels, Dudley obviously can make shots. Dwight looks good. Um, you know, JaVale looks competent. Uh, I think Rondo, you know, will help. Uh, Quinn Cook just uh, shies away from the moment a little bit too much for me. Caruso's been good. Uh, he does not shy away. He's got he's got swagger. Um, Danny Green has, has fit in perfectly. So, you know, it's a process to uh, to figure out their exact identity. But, uh, yeah, they're going to be just fine with with Ron and AD and, and the pieces around them. And, obviously, um, you know, getting uh, Cuz back uh, will, will be huge, um, you know. And uh, I think, you know, that, that third piece kind of determines how far they can go. But, uh, you know, they, they surrounded the roster with, with vets like Danny, like Bradley, and... Uh, you know, guys who can really play, and uh, I think they'll be, uh, you know, one of the best teams in the West all season. Uh, Utah has, has uh, somehow uh, emerged 2-1 and one despite Conley's uh, brutal shooting slump uh, at times. Um, you know, Quinn Snyder proven why he's one of the best coaches um, in the league, even without, uh, you know, Bogdanovich at times. Um Royce O'Neal is, is an X factor for them. He was the guy somebody with Utah told me is just really gonna break out. They're they're really high on him. Um, you know, I think uh 
Donovan doesn't need to score 30 every game anymore, which is great. Um, more balance. Jeff Green off the bench. Moutier off the bench. Ingles off the bench, obviously. Ed Davis, um, you know, the, they deep team, really well-coached team. Uh, team. <laughs> they play together uh, is my point. They, you know, it's not about any one guy. It's Rudy being a superstar defensively. Donovan getting most of the points offensively. Mike Conley being the veteran. Um, Bogdanovich giving them, you know, big scoring punch when needed. Uh, just really solid across the board. Uh, Dallas has had a, a good start, a 2-1. and one. Um, You know, wins over the Pelicans and Wizards. Uh, lost to the Blazers. Um, Luka and, and KP together, obviously, look, look really darn good. Um, you know, question is just uh, who else is with them. Um, you know, I think they, uh, yeah, clearly don't have a third banana. They might not even have... Five solid starters. Uh, I like DeLon Wright. Um, but, yeah, aside from that, you know, Seth Curry's a, a bench piece. It's it's pretty limited, pretty slim pickings. Um, just have not done a good job filling out that roster, um, you know, and I think that will be why they, why they don't make the playoffs. Um, but if I'm wrong, if Carlisle, you know, can really get the rest of those guys to – outperform and be solid compliments to Luca and KP, um, I might very well be wrong. Uh, Houston, talking about struggling defensively. Well, maybe that's why you shouldn't have fired uh, your entire defensive coaching staff that helmed uh, one of the best defenses of the past couple of years that nearly knocked off Golden State with Jeff Bizdelic um, and a really good defensive scheme. Getting rid of all those guys made no sense. Um, no disrespect, Telson Turner, but... Uh, yeah, just uh, nonsensical. Um, you know, Russ is, has been really good. Uh, Harden's been been struggling, obviously, but he'll be fine. Um, you know, they, they they have enough there clearly to win. They'll they'll be a top four seed. Um, ultimately, all the narrative with them is is going to be about the playoffs. That's just the way it is. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, if Harden has to pace himself a little bit more and and kind of float through most of the regular season as long as they, you know, still a top four, five, six team, um, you know, and if, if he's saving more in the tank to go all out in the playoffs and, and let Russ do a little bit more in this regular season, then fine. You know, I as we know, nobody cares about the MVPs or how many 50-point games Harden has. They're still going to trash him until he gets over the hump in the playoffs. Uh, it's stupid. It's narrative. Um, but, it is also the culture and you know it's about rings and winning and so on and so forth so yeah talk to me in uh five or six months uh Oklahoma City uh big win over the Golden State Warriors who everybody is in full-on panic mode about um you know uh, Oklahoma City competitive against the Wizards against Utah um they were an 0-2 team home against Golden State um, you know, and everybody says, is talking about how ter- terrible they are and, you know, they're probably not very good, but they have pride. Everybody in the NBA has a lot of pride. Um, they came out, you know, punched Golden State in the, in the mouth yesterday. Uh, Shy looks really good. Um, proven me wrong so far. He might be a lot better than I thought. Having Chris Paul there to, to mentor him obviously helps. Um, you know, people forget it's as much about your situation and uh, your surroundings as it is about as about your abilities. Um, you know, Gallinari is, is still terrific. Um, Ferguson's been good. Uh, you know, Adams, uh, I think, you know, 
hopefully they can uh, maybe trade a couple of these pieces, uh, you know, because it's still going to be a long 25-30-something win season. Um, you know, Chris Paul uh, still way up there in age, but still as heady as ever and as good of a vet presence as you can have. Um, so, yeah, we we'll definitely expect them to, to compete as long as, as they have him and uh, do things the right way. And, and Billy D is, is a solid coach. Um, Taylor Jenkins, solid coach as well. Had a, had a good start. Huge win against Brooklyn last night. Ja, uh, terrific, obviously. Um, you know, I like the way they play. Fun to watch. Um, you know, fun. Uh, sorry, blanking for a second. But, yeah, just a, a competitive roster across the board. Everybody that's out there plays hard. Jake Crowder plays tenaciously hard. Clarks look good. Um, you know, Bruno's a good piece, Jackson's a veteran, Brooks can really score, um, Jackson, you know, obviously is, is going to be a really, really good player in this league. Uh, I wonder if maybe they can talk Iguodala back into, into showing up and, uh, you know, being a part of a team that's, that's fun and competitive. Um, cause I think he can make them, you know, a whole lot better and, uh, you know, probably still not going to the playoffs or anything like that, but, uh, you know, they, they could win 30, 35 games, um, you know, Jaws is, is, like I said, I think he's maybe the best pure passing point guard um, from day one, He's he's got phenomenal feel for the game, he's proven that he can score better than I thought even, he's, uh, you know, had a huge defensive play against Kyrie to send it to overtime, um, so going to be special they're going to be fine um you know a growing year obviously but uh a fun really fun team to watch not fun to watch so far golden state uh reminder though they're 0 and 2 relax it's a long season okay they're starting two guys in chris and glenn robinson who nearly were out of the league um you know chris could have easily floated overseas robinson didn't have a lot of interest this offseason both those guys are starting they're bent made up of no names and rookies and you know god knows who um yes they, they still have stars in, in Steph and D'Angelo and, and Draymond and they should be playing better than this but anytime you have to you know integrate like six guys in your rotation from absolute scratch there's going to be growing pains I still think they're going to make the playoffs I still think give it at least 10-15 games before we're in full-on freak-out mode, losing to Oklahoma City, who were 0-2 at home, not unforgivable. They were more competitive against the Clippers in the first game. There's plenty of time. All the people freaking out about Steve Kerr don't know what they're talking about. There's a reason why he doesn't run Steph Curry in 60 pick-and-rolls every game. Reason is his body type, uh, his ability to see things more than just the first pass. What I mean by that is... Yes, Steph, Synergy Analytics, whatever. They, he ran a lot of pick and roll in his MVP season. He'll still run plenty of pick and roll, but his thing is he's small. So when you rotate over, if they trap Steph in the pick and roll, and then you rotate over and take away that first pass, say to Draymond, he has a hard time seeing over seven-footers and making those skip jump-skip passes against a trap to the corner and even if he does make that pass it's glenn robinson over there it's not a guy with a whole lot of confidence they know who they're leaving there's a reason why he's not steve kerr is not an idiot okay 
There's no magical scheme, most importantly, in the NBA. It's not about X's and O's. It's about Jill's and Joe's. They don't have the personnel right now. Any system, whatever system you want to play. First of all, starts with playing hard, playing harder, playing together, learning each other. They had one of the most beautiful offensive systems of all time with Draymond passing the ball, with Steph flying off screens, doing everything. Obviously harder when you lose not only your a superstar in KD, but the other superstar you were still do have on your team in Clay Thompson. They're severely undermanned right now. Hang in there, level the st- uh, survive the storm. Uh, you know, give it a little bit of time. I think they'll be okay. But you know that they were killing Steve Kerr even when they win championships and win sixty games. So the noise levels at an all time high. Just have to tune it out. Find a way to grind out a few wins. Speaking of grinding out some wins, desperate for wins at this point, New Orleans, Sacramento. Narrative about the Pelicans, much better, obviously, without Zion. Um, you know, they, they've still been really competitive. Lonzo's been pretty good. Uh, Ingram's been really good. Alexander Walker, um, you know, the, the Hart's been solid off the bench. You know, I, I think they, uh, yeah, they, they're right there. They, you have every reason to be encouraged about that team, but... You know, you look, Zion's going to be out a couple months. So, you know, there's got to be a sense of urgency. You, you have to f- just find a way to, to win some games, um, whatever your recipe is for doing that. If it's in Ingram scoring 30, 35 points, um, you know, then, then do that. If it's, uh, you know, Lonzo spreading the, uh, getting everybody involved. If it's Drew being more aggressive, um, you know, if it's getting JJ going a little bit more, Alvin Gentry just has to find a way to, to get them some, some early wins before, you know, uh, the season really slips away from them. Cause I, I do still think, you know, that they can, they can hover around 500, hover around, uh, competition for the eight seed. But, uh, yeah, losing Zion obviously was, was a big blow to that and, uh, makes things a whole lot harder. Sacramento, um, yeah, I, I crushed them on Twitter the other day uh, because firing Dave Yeager just made no sense. Um, you know, to take that team, uh, 39 or whatever they won last season when most people thought they'd win 20 before the season was incredibly impressive. Um, Luke Walton, like KD tweeted at me, yes, still a young coach in the league, still has time to figure out, maybe he figures it out in Sacramento. But, you know, to me, he's not... Uh, He's not Bud, he's not Spo, he's not um, Brad Stevens, you know, he, he was not a coach that's worth firing your coach for. I think Sacramento still, um, you know, they, they signed some vets in Ariza, Dedman, Corey Joseph, but, you know, the stars, everybody on the team is, is young, you know, Fox Bagley, um, you know, Bogdanovich complaining about his role apparently, uh, you know. There's a lot of guys who who aren't fully bought in to, to winning and doing what it takes. Uh, Jaeger, I thought, was a disciplinarian, held guys accountable, was, was tough on them. Um, you know, and uh, Luke, uh, so far, has, has not, you know, did not do that in L.A. Um, you know, has not done a good job in his first three games in Sacramento. Obviously early, plenty of time to figure it out. Um, but... Yeah, you know, not not an encouraging start at all, especially to not even be competitive, um, you know, just getting absolutely smacked by Phoenix, by Utah. Um, you know, looking, coming up, they've got Denver, they've got the Hornets, uh, Utah, the Knicks, the Raptors, the Hawks, the Blazers. Plenty of chances to, to get some wins in there. 
Um, but, you know, clock's ticking. I, I think the leap for them, <laughs> I, I predicted them to be in the nine seed again like they were last year. Anything worse than that is a failure. Um, you know, I think they're good enough to, to be in the playoffs. That that should be the goal. A goal should be making the playoffs. If they're worse than nine, if they're regressed from last year, that is uh, not good um, for, for Vlade, for Vivek. Uh, and the front office that continues to fire good coaches uh, for no reason. So anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. I apologize. Early in the morning, going through the whole league. I'm sure there's guys I missed, things I screwed up on. Uh, tweet at me. Let me know where I was dumb. But uh, appreciate you guys uh, listening. Um, we'll be back soon. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Did a Siakam breakdown recently, um, have something coming out on Miami and Phoenix, uh, you know, did Zion have Ja coming out, uh, God, my head's spinning, I've been watching so much film these last few days, but uh, again, appreciate you guys, make sure you subscribe, uh, leave us a review, um, if you can go to patreon.com slash scoutwithbrian, really appreciate all those guys for helping keeping this afloat, um, even $2 a month gets you Five bonus videos instantly, my standing predictions, my top 110 players, a whole bunch more extra plays, videos, uh, weekly private chats we're doing. Um, awesome stuff. Again, only $2 a month is your starting level on there. Appreciate my 300 Patreons almost just about now for keeping this going. You guys are the best. Appreciate you. Talk soon, and uh, thank you again for listening.